welcome to A Graduate's Guide to, with me, Molly CT. Expect bursts of sanity, plenty of early 2000s references, and an obsession with our woods from the outset of this podcast and throughout. Hello, my lovelies, my queens, and everything in between. Um, oh, it has been a short while since I last filmed this podcast, and sorry to my very limited viewership, <laughs> or listenership, that I haven't filmed anything, but I was going to film, record, or whatever, my mum always slates me for saying film, coming from a TV background family, I'm just quite always say pencil, because I'm quite fat. As I was saying, I was planning on doing an episode last week, but I thought I would save it for Valentine's Day and do a Valentine's Day special, make it quite fun, you know, dating horror stories, tell stories of boys, that kind of thing. So, um, I thought that I'd start off first with is something that happened to me was it a week today today's saturday yes a week today so um i've been talking to this boy i'd met in hinge i thought he was really cute he was my type to a t really like cute pretty boy's face nice eyes just on the tattoos classic so we were talking um and he asked for my number which i thought was very exciting it's like a snapchat you know that dating tree and we started talking on there and I remembered on his hinge he said he'd like voice notes so I thought you know what I'm gonna switch it up and start doing voice notes and he seemed like a really cool guy like he had helped with and he'd helped bring his friend home because his friend's dad unfortunately passed away and like you know he'd driven five or six hours and then was back to work the next day and I just thought god what an incredible selfless person selfless person and yeah it was all going really well we were talking back and forth he did have social media which I'm a a bit self-righteous about but we move you know I thought fair enough when people have their things um but then it all went downhill so we'd been talking for about mm, four or five days so not long but I think because of the fact that we'd voice note you feel like you get that connection a bit quicker so yeah we were talking And then he had sent me a video of him at work and I decided to reply to some videos and anyone who knows me fairly well, I'm very animated on video, you know, I kind of put on like a bit of a, you know, almost like a presenter would, like, so I guess I'm not the most natural, but it's just me turning on the charm of the camera. And then his friend on his phone um, sent a voice note and he then written below it from my pal and put were you bullied in school and luckily I wasn't I was actually very fortunate that I was never bullied at school you know I had a really nice school life I loved school um so weird thing to say for anyone especially if someone was bullied imagine how you'd feel having someone say that to you and you know I said I wasn't and he said oh well I think you like seemed like you were whatever and we were talking back and forth to be fair I shouldn't have indulged it I shouldn't have um messaged back I shouldn't have sent voice notes back you know my own fault in that sense and he'd made a joke about his friend who I was talking to not being very loyal and I said oh you're really like you know selling your friend you're really being a good mate talking him up and then he replied I would play them but I don't know if there's like copyright stuff with that or if they're not allowed to play voice notes I know I know the voicemails are dodgy I was looking into it like the legalities and I thought, there's no point risking it, is there? So we moved. I'm just going to voice it for you. And he said, 
shut the fuck up, like, but, like, proper aggressively, and I'm not going to do it for long, I'm fucking. Now, he put your dog, sh like, that, so it's put off the shit. So he basically said a two-second voice tag, shut the fuck up, your dog shit. And then I replied, you know, like, I'm just going to wait for the guy I'm talking to to have his phone back, whatever, like, I'm not going to listen to this. And he was like, no, Molly, please come back, I love you. Like, very childish. Mind you, the guy was talking to you for 21, so, like, you're basically the same age as 22. And, um, mind blank. What else did he say? And then, yeah, he was so upset, and he said about my eyes, because they're quite big. And he made a joke about it, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, I had people make jokes in the past, like, luckily, I really like my big eyes, so I'm not offended by that. I actually find it quite funny, because I like them, so if people pick up on them, either as a negative or positive, I don't really mind, which I know is a bit of a weird thing to say, but it's just how I feel. And he sent a voice note saying, oh, people have mentioned about the eyes, but they have, they told you about that weight issue, look. And I had to listen to it a few times, because he really murmured the last bit, I reckon, Maybe it was the guy I was talking to or his other mates. Because where this guy works, like, everyone's together all the time. So, I assume there were other people there. And you could tell he was, like, laughing to himself because he was so hilarious. And then he followed the message up immediately after with, if you grew some more eyelids and lost a bit of weight, I reckon he'd be interested in you. And I was just kind of stunned for words. I was... I've in been quite fortunate in the sense that no one's really picked on my weight before. Like, I can appreciate that I've gained some weight in the last, like, year. I understand that. I'm not hating on that. You know, like, it happened, and I'm really proud because I've actually lost, is that nine pounds? Maybe a little bit more, but that's how much I've lost so far. I'm really proud of myself. Halfway there. So, to have someone slate you like that obviously really hurts. It was pretty fucking vile behaviour, to be honest very immature very odd and then he says something like oh this is insert name he's been catfished i don't i think that was all a load of bollocks i think it was his mate talking but i reckon he was next to his mate indulging it the whole time so yeah that was awful yeah it was fucking disgusting like um yeah fucking dick so i blocked him my gorgeous friend ruling empowered me and was like block him get rid even if he apologizes fuck him he actually never apologized he never messaged me okay 24 hours and blocked him and i removed him to hinge so that's kind of put me off boys a little bit i don't know if anyone's seen going around on tiktok it's this girl let me find her name she was called miss maxwell she was on hbo the big brother and it's on her vt if you type in big brother 8 uk miss maxwell vt it comes up on youtube and she's fucking hilarious like, men, nasty little creatures. I can't stand them. They actually don't quite fit. And that's how I feel at the moment because of being mentally starved by their evil, evil boys, I think. So, yeah, boys, if you're listening, please don't come at me, girls, right? Like, ugh, it's just not worth it. It'll do more damage. You think it's funny with your mates or you may think it's funny with your mates. And it's not. It's really damaging. So, luckily, I have fairly thick skin. So, it's not got to me too much. But the first couple of days, I was, like, proper down about it like questioning myself you know it's really horrible but i pushed through and awful but the first thing i thought to try and make myself feel better was like good podcast podcast content right there 
might be hard for me, but it's good to listen to entertainment. So, moving on from that, let me think how many dates I've actually been on from dating apps. So, obviously I didn't have to go on dates with anybody. Um, Who have I been on? So I went on my first one at Oxford. Oh, I could have lived my best gay dream. He's this incredible guy from New York. Really intelligent. He went to Harvard and he's come and studied at uni of Oxford. But he's on gay news, so fully no two fans. Probably one of the most heartbreaking experiences, apart from being told fat and being told to not have love with me anymore. That's heartbreaking. Oh, anytime I now watch new Gossip Girl series, I feel like that could have been me. You know, I could have lived my life in New York, but hey ho. I clearly wasn't queer, so we move on. And apart from that, I reconnected with a guy who I've known since school with me, but he's gone through different sorts of forms. Um, basically, we reconnected on Bumble, so that was really cool. Went on a couple of dates, one in London, one in Manchester, and I, I had the most amazing time with him. He's a really wonderful guy. Um, it's just one of those what's that word like it's a long time he's still at uni i graduated but hopefully we'll go on dates in the future because i have a lot of fun with him yeah really really good vibes um and who else there was another guy actually from tinder first date was amazing second date was shit we just really clashed as people so it wasn't meant to be apart from that i think those are the only dates i've been on hopefully means i've been on a dating app um other ones on there there's some cute ones i mean we don't always look id but well aren't you nice to look at yeah it's flattering but obviously quite nice to get compliments so i'm not complaining um and a feature that i'm really loving i haven't used it personally but i do find it funny is um oh my goodness mind blank is the voice note feature on hinge i haven't used it personally like i said but it can get some proper funny ones some people have really good chat on them but some people do take themselves too seriously. Like, sometimes when I'm bored on Hinge, it shows how sad and low my single life is. I changed my location. Like, I've done it for New York. And it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? And um, the, the, it's often the American guys who their voice notes on Hinge are really deep. Like, I don't know. I think it's like, oh, my God. And then the ones from the guys in England are normally really funny, to be fair. Normally, like, meme references and stuff. So many people post funny hinge voice notes on TikTok. So if you ever come across them, don't scroll past. Give them a listen because they're normally so funny. They never fail to make me laugh because it's just nice and absolute weirdos on there. But then sometimes there's some really great ones. So you never know. I don't know what the word is, but needle in haystack with things that I say on Hinge and Tinder. I did try that up Thursday. I mean, I didn't like how it rushes you because I like to be in control and it you only match with someone till the end of the day because it's only open on Thursday, which is really cool. They have really good marketing. You should check them out on LinkedIn. Shows my postgraduateness, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, that actually really scares people when you follow them on LinkedIn. But if you're matched with someone, it disappears at the end of the day. So let's say you're thinking, oh, actually, I want to talk to them the next day or whatever. You can't. They're gone. So for someone like me who likes to be in control and take my time, it's not ideal. But it's really cool all the same. And I think there are lots of other dating apps, but I don't feel like they're for older people. You know, like Match.com and things like that. Haven't personally used myself, but who knows? I could get back to it in the future. Now, for other 
subject to talk about. So I guess I've done all the online dating. I'm sorry how hectic this has been. I do feel like I'm talking quite fast, so please bear with. I have only been in a relationship for one Valentine's when I was 17 with my first and only boyfriend. And we went to Alchemist and I remember we paid for dinner and I thought that was literally the most romantic thing in the world. I guess because we were so young, we always split the bill because we all both had like one or two shifts a week working somewhere. So I thought that was really cute. They each had a little present. I got him. I always thought this was quite jokes and I actually had it on my Hinge profile and I got a lot of people, I guess, swipe up to it. I'd got him inflatable jewelling dick from Mankind. Um, so you strap them on, obviously they're like inflatable dicks, so they're fairly big, and then you have to hit thrust to get them off. It's actually really fun, so I do rate the game, especially if you're drunk. But this would be my, I'm 22, fifth Valentine's Day single. So depressing. Because I always think, oh, next year it'll be fine, and it never is. Like, I don't know, trying to embrace single life. I mean, I'm enjoying myself. Like, I love my job. I'm really happy with my life. Obviously, I miss my friends from uni, like, to no end. But I see them at least once a month, if I'm lucky. So I am really grateful for that. They're all incredible. And, yeah, I mean, I'm getting more into my fitness. And I love, for anyone who lives in Manchester or near Manchester or London, I so recommend the block classes. I do the bar one, I do block TV so you can do live stream classes on Zoom or on demand classes which is only £20 a month, but I do also do the in person classes, I've now decided to bar class every Thursday, it's incredible, you just feel like so good doing it, obviously it's really hard but it's loads of girls, like obviously any gender, whatever you identify as, you can go to these classes, but I just loved it, I felt really empowered felt like really sexy doing it it was just awesome like you just you feel great after it so I really recommend them and I do loads of classes we do pilates we do yoga um core strength cardio they're insane they are so much fun I love them and I feel nice doing them another one I recommend I know this is a little bit off topic but for all those self-care people who do not have a valentine's or even if you do have a valentine's and you want to be looking after yourself or trying new things one of my colleagues Sarah forced me into tribe and now I'm obsessed I go every Tuesday um I want to say they do that in I don't know they obviously do it in Manchester they do it where do they do it in Spain let me just look at the locations um it's great so it's set up with a line of treadmills um, a line of it's called resistance so this weights the mat that kind of thing and then the bikes are weird exercise bikes though I mean I don't know the technical term it's the ones that have the wheel that spins really fast and you're pedaling as well of course but it almost reminds me of the way that circle on the front of the rowing machine spins that kind of thing it's almost like a sit down cross trainer that's how I'd explain it it's awesome so at first I was like I was really intimidated I was worried I wouldn't be fit enough never gone back never looked back since it's incredible and what's really cool is you can wear the sweatband and track how many calories you've burned which is always quite satisfying i feel let me have a look where else they are studios okay so they have one in liverpool london nottingham sheffield edinburgh bristol loads of other places so honestly 
obsessed and I want to say it's quite cheap I'm very fortunate that my work cover it so we're very lucky for that and it's great because it's actually made to come close to my colleagues so it's like a little bonding exercise I know that sounds a bit cringe but it's great I love it it's really really fun and I'm actually trying to get more into my skincare and as many of my friends know that has never been a priority of mine I used to use that St. Ives, which literally murders your skin. So I think that shows how little I knew about skincare. I now use CeraVe. And I use the Origins. Is that mask? It looks like blood when it's on your face. I, w- I can't remember what it's called. But let me have a look. It is literally next to me. Oh, what's this one called? Oh, my God. Not Origins. The Ordinary. I'm so sorry. Um, The Ordinary Peeling Solution. It's got BHA juice scent. And it's awesome. It does sting a little bit. I have a feeling it's not supposed to, but I do feel like it's hurt my skin a lot. I also use the the 5% acid from Paula's Choice. That's really good. And lastly, my lips. I use this lip mask. It's £20 from Selfridges. I think it's worth it. I got the berry flavour. I think it's called Laneige. I think that's how you pronounce it. And that's done bits. That's actually really helped, more so than any of the other products. Because I had disgusting cracks, cracks lips. They just looked horrible and they were sore and I was peeling them and that saved me. Put on, slather it on every night. Honestly, I do sometimes put it on in the day as well because my lips are that bad. And it's done wonders, absolute wonders. In terms of other beauty brands, um, for anyone who's looking for a cheap perfume, Zara have collabed with Joe Love, so Joe Malone herself, as in not the company but the woman. And they've come out with some, oh my god, the perfumes are so good. I have bought one, I want to say it has patchouli as the main scent. And oh, it's so fresh, it smells so expensive, and it was only £16. Incredible. So I really recommend those for anyone looking for a cheap everyday perfume. So, so, so good. I feel like with Valentine's Day, it's a bit hard, isn't it, for someone, well, if you're like me and a huge romanticist in the terms of I'm not saying I want loads of affection I just mean I've watched I've grown up watching rom-coms they're my favorite genre of film so then I know it sometimes feels like if kissing the teeth went that's not come true you know I'd be a kid watching them and oh, I don't know I just assume my life is going to be like that I'd assume I need the love of my life you know early 20s I know I am arguably very much still in my early 20s but you just have that hope and it just doesn't happen. I mean, it does obviously happen to some people. I have some friends who are in a beautifully happy relationship and I'm so happy for them. But it has not happened for me yet. I am hoping it will happen at some point. God knows. But I think watching rom-coms is bittersweet because sometimes I'm like, oh, so there is hope. And then I'll think, no, this is just reminding me how shit my love life is and how single I am. In terms of rom-coms, do I have any recommendations? Um, the classics. I really like the early 2000s ones, like um, Bride Wars, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Confessions of a Shopaholic. I'm obsessed. That's one of my favourite films. I feel like it's less popular than the other ones I mentioned. That's really good. I want to watch Eat, Pray, Love. I don't really know if that counts as a rom-com or more of a finding yourself coming-of-age film. But the food in it looks incredible, and I'm a huge foodie, so I'm all over that. So I actually might watch that this weekend. But if you're looking for a recommendation to watch something really grim and gory and 
to put yourself and put your mind off Valentine's Day and romantic stuff. If you've not watched American Horror Stories, so it was the spin-off series, and each episode, bar the first two, are standalone. So they have their own storylines all contained within the episode, and they are awesome. I personally prefer the match than the actual main series. Don't know if that's a controversial opinion, but I love them. Kaya Gerber, sorry, sorry, my sister is here. As I said, I just realised I sent her a mail, but I've got email. Um, Kaya Gerber is incredible. I didn't expect her to be such a good actress, so I was very, very pleasantly surprised. She is fucking awesome, and she's so beautiful, so yeah, she's great. I'm going to throw in some strong recommendations. I do appreciate how hectic this episode has been. I feel like it's been a bit word vomity, but I hope you have bared with me. It's at least been something to listen to if you're on the train, going to work, or walking the dog. I hope it's brought some amount of joy into your life. So the song... It's called Sex and Drugs, and it's by Abby the Nomad, Harrison Sands, and Copper King. And it's oh, it's just got gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I love it. And another one I really like is Space Plunge Blue by L.A.J. L.A.J.? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's a really good one as well. I think I was going to say any more Valentine's-related things. Uh, if you're going on a Galentine's or like out with your mates, have the best time. I will be spending it with my mum and my sister, and you know what? It's the it's what it is, isn't it? And like, obviously, I'll still have a good time. We'll have some prosecco, and we're just gonna go through it, you know, push through. Uh, I don't like my mum. Not she's literally married to my dad, but <laughs> we often they're not very into Valentine's Day, so they'll have a ca- have a card, maybe a bit of dinner together, but that's about it. So I know romantic, right? shows what my future is probably going to be like but I feel like that is everything for today's episode um like I said sorry it's been a bit all over the place but I really really hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you all very soon